Ghana Talks Radio, Radio. Coming up this evening, NPP primaries, Henry Corte bemoans exits of experienced MPs. Electoral Commission to meet political parties over 2024 election date change proposal. Kumasi Traditional Council to decide fate of wanted Chairman Wuntumi. And in other stories, university senior staff reject NLC's order to call off strike. This Business Pots and Showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awen Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. The Greater Accra Regional Minister and Member of Parliament for the Ayawasa Central Constituency, Henry Cote, says Parliament and Ghana as a whole stand to face dire consequences for the exit of experienced legislators from Parliament. About 28 new patriotic party MPs lost their seats in the parliamentary primaries held on Saturday. 18 NPP MPs have already declared their intent not to seek re-elections. The situation is more compounded with the 18 NDC MPs who also lost their seats during primaries in 2023. Speaking to the media, the Yawaza Central MP urged the newly elected MPP parliamentary candidates to immediately acquaint themselves with parliamentary practices to fill the gap. He, however, disagreed with calls on political parties to shield experienced lawmakers from being contested in internal elections. Now, the Electoral Commission EC on Monday, January 29, will meet the various political parties at its Inter-Party Advisory Committee, IPAG meeting, to continue deliberations on its proposal for the change of date for the general elections. The EC has proposed moving the dates from both presidential and parliamentary elections from December 7 to November 7. The opposition National Democratic Congress has however stated their opposition to the proposal, arguing that it doesn't give the EC enough time to organize an event-free polls. On the other hand, sources within the new patriotic party indicates that the party's hierarchy is still pondering over the matter to reach a decision. Meanwhile, the National Democratic Congress has rescinded its decision to boycott meetings of the Inter-Party Advisory Committee, IPAG. The party made this known in a statement dated Sunday, January 28, 2024, and signed by its General Secretary, Fifi Fiavikote. IPAC meetings are aimed at allowing the various political parties to review the election-related activities and policies, officially air their grievances, and make constructive inputs. 
It also serves as an advisory body to the Electoral Commission. The leadership of the NDC boycotted IPAC meeting in 2021, citing the lack of condor, odious duplicity, and open bias that the Jean Mensah-led Electoral Commission displayed in favor of the new patriotic party in the conduct of the 2020 general elections. In its recent statement, the NDC said it has rescinded the decision after enhanced consensus building. Now, the members of the Kumasi Traditional Council have been called to a crucial meeting, which according to new sources, will decide the fate of the Ashanti Regional Chairman of the New Patriotic Party, Bernard N. Chibosiakon, popularly known as Chairman Wuntumi. The embattled Chairman Wuntumi has been on the wanted list of the second highest decision-making body of the Ashanti Kingdom, whose membership is limited to traditional leaders. Members of the Kumasi Traditional Council Thursday, January 22, 2024, directed the NPP, led by its General Secretary, Justin Frimpong-Kodria, to produce Chairman Wuntumi to appear before them over alleged derogatory remarks against the Asantehini. It follows an altercation between Mr. Enchiboisiako and Kokosuhini Nana Kwekudia at the recent vetting of parliamentary aspirants in the Ashanti region. Though Chairman Wuntumi has denied the accusation, he was invited by the traditional council for a hearing, an invitation he failed to honor on health grounds. Subsequently, the NPP national leadership which appeared before the council to plead for more time, was directed to ensure Chama Wuntumi was made to appear within one week. A few hours after Wuntumi media rendered an unqualified apology to the KTC over derogatory comment attacking the integrity of Nananum by a prominent lawyer on the company's media platform, another news report published on Wuntumi Online alleged the Asantehini had directed the Kumasi Traditional Council to discontinue hearing the case, but new sources at the Mensha Palace dismissed the report. Joint News can authentically report that the Council would reconvene Monday, January 29, to deliberate on what could be the descender of the fate of the embattled chairman, Wuntumi. An invitation letter signed by the Registrar of the Council, Kwame Eduse Ajiman, inviting Nananum to reconvene for the meeting, read in part, Greetings, Nananumu. This, this is to respectfully inform you of the Kumasi Traditional Council's sitting scheduled for Monday, January 29. Please endeavor to attend. Despite failing to honor Nananum's invitation on health ground, Mr. Njibosinyako was spotted in Bantima constituency during the MPP's parliamentary primaries on January 27, where he, he told journalists he was healthy. It is not clear if Chairman Wuntumi would be in attendance at Monday's meeting, but new sources at the Mensha policy the traditional rulers will take a decision with or without the embattled Chairman Wuntumi in attendance. Now to other stories, the Senior Staff Association of Public Universities is maintaining that their strike is ongoing despite the National Labor Commission's directive 
to suspend AIMS. According to the association's leadership, they still need to convene and engage in discussions with their members before making any decision to unilaterally end the strike. Isaac Donko, the national chairman of the association, emphasized in an interview that they would prioritize the interests of their members and will not be rushed into making any unfavorable decision. The National Labor Commission issued a directive Thursday, January 25, instructing teachers and educational workers union, TEWO, the Senior Staff Association of Public Universities and the Federation of Universities Senior Staff to immediately halt their ongoing strike. The NLC argued that resolving the various demands put forth by the striking teachers would only be possible if the union comply with this directive. Following a meeting with the unions, Ofosua Samoa, executive secretary of the NLC, reported progress in addressing some of the concerns raised by the unions. However, the NLC reiterated that the resolution of the remaining outstanding issues hinges on the unions calling off of their strike action. Now moving to some business this evening, the Ghana Revenue Authority GRA collected tax revenue of 113.06 billion cities last year, 3.87 billion cities more than it was taxed to collect. The performance represents a nominal growth rate of 49.3% over the 2022 fiscal year, with the GRA described as the highest E ever in the last 20 years. For the 2023 fiscal year, the authority was taxed to collect 106 billion cities in tax revenue, representing a 40% growth over the 75.71 billion cities collected for 2022. The revenue target was later revised to 109.19 billion cities. In an interview, the Commissioner General of GRA, Reverend Dr. Emi Shadai Ousu Amwa, said, I am happy to announce that we recorded a year-on-year -year growth of 49.3%, the highest ever recorded in the last 20 years, and the highest tax-to-gross domestic product GDP ratio of 14.1% in the last six years. He said the authority's target was revised in the 2023 mid-year budget to 109.19 billion cities, which was an upward adjustment of 3.20 billion cities, or 3%. Reverend Dr. Owusu Amwa said domestic tax revenue grew by 54% and contributed 73% of the total revenue raised in the year, whereas tax revenue from international trade, also referred to as customs duties, grew by 38.2% and contributed 27% to total tax revenue. In 2023, tax revenue growth, the Commissioner General said, was more than double within two years, a feat which occurred only in 2011 and 2012 when the country started the production of crude oil in commercial quantities. The authority has also recorded the highest ever tax buoyancy, the efficiency and responsiveness of tax revenue mobilization to growth in the economy of 1.5 in 2021 and also 20. 23. Now moving straight to some sport, Black Stars defender Mohamed Salisu has apologized for getting into a confrontation with a journalist after Ghana's final games 
at the 2023 Afghan Cup of Nations. The 24-year-old was seen in the mixed zone after the Mozambique defeat that ended Ghana's campaign asking to be allowed to fight a journalist whom he deemed to have insulted him. Salis's comments drew wide criticisms from fans who were not impressed with his performance in the tournament. Nearly a week after the Black Stars gave away two goals in added time to draw 2-2 against Mozambique and exit the AFCON, he took to social media to express regret for what happened in Cote d'Ivoire. Mohamed Salisu returned to action for Monaco on Saturday, playing the full 90 minutes in their 2-2 draw with Olympique Marcel. Now straight to some showbiz this evening, multifaceted Ghanaian celebrity John Dumelo has graduated from the University of Ghana Law School with a master's degree in law, natural resources, the actor, farmer and politician announcing the feat in a post on X Friday expressed his gratitude to God and used the hashtag third masters to indicate that this is his third master's degree overall. I graduated with a master's degree in law, natural resources from the University of Ghana Law School today. To God be the glory, are they for you? Hashtag Ted Masters, hashtag Brace God, hashtag UG Congregation, he wrote. In July 2022, John Dumelo earned his second master's degree from the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration, GEMPA. Additionally, in May 2023, his wife, Gifty Dumelo, was called to the bar in Ghana. He proudly shared this news on social media to celebrate his wife's achievement. In 2020 general elections in Ghana, he contested for the Ayawasu West Wogon parliamentary seat on the tickets of the National Democratic Congress and lost the contest to Lydia Seyram Al-Hassan of the NPP. The actor is contesting the elections again in the upcoming 2024 general elections. And that's how we draw curtains on the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Good evening.